this. All right. Good morning, Liz. We're back. Careers and Coffee, episode number seven. Good morning, Dan. How's it going? Good. I'm on my uh, uh, third cup of coffee, I think, this morning. So, well, you're um, raring to go then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, feeling good right now. Feeling good for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, let's dive right in. Uh, today, with uh, we're in middle of May right now, high school graduations coming up, college graduations. Uh, we want to touch on what high school and, and college graduates can expect as they enter the workforce, and especially in regards to communication styles. So, Liz, uh, what advice would you have for recent high school and college graduates? Yeah, so I'll probably focus more on college grads um, as you're entering the workforce. You know, hopefully you've interned or you kind of got a sense of what kind of role that you're looking for. Um, but if you're still in the job search as a recent grad, um, which quite possibly you could be with COVID and everything. Um, I think one thing to keep in mind is communication. So through the hiring process, it's painful for everyone, right? It's painful for job seekers because they apply and send their resume off into the ether, hoping someone will respond back and may or may not find some communication back from the place that they've applied to for some time. And then it's hard for hiring managers, too, who may reach out to a candidate trying to get a screening call set up and not get where not get anywhere with them. <laughs> so if you've put your email address as your primary kind of contact info on your resume, make sure you're monitoring. I mean, it's just simple, like make sure you're monitoring your email. And I just think about sometimes, you know, when we're communicating now, we use a lot of different methods whether it's like Facebook Messenger, chat, you know, Instagram or whatever it is that how we're communicating with people. But hiring managers may have not caught up to that style, that, that uh, kind of like in-style way of communicating. And so we just kind of have to respect the fact that they're sitting at a computer all day and they're trying to blast off as many emails as they can to kind of keep the communication flow going. So I would say email is probably going to be your primary method of getting contact from recruiter. And so make sure, you know, if you don't see it coming into your inbox, checking your spam filter, making sure you're adding the company, um, like, like if it was the Gazette, you would add at the Gazette to your authorized list, you know, in your contacts and your email provider, just, just simple stuff like that, just to make sure you don't miss those opportunities as they're coming your way. Sure. And so what would you say if email is going to be probably the primary way of communicating? Uh, what would you say would be a, a good response time from a candidate to an employer? Like for a candidate to reach out to an employer? Well, if they if they do get emailed from a potential employer mm. for, say, an interview, how long do you think, you know, how, how often should a, a candidate be checking their email? I would say you need to check it every day mm -hmm. and maybe multiple times a day if you're if you're truly on the job search, because the sooner you apply your reply to that email from that recruiter, the more encouraged they're going to feel that you're still interested in that role and the more likely that they're going to add you to that short list for a manager to review. It just there's just a flow that 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 applications need to go through. And, and I'm talking more at like, you know, a kind of a long term career type job. If it's a, a if it's like if you're looking for seasonal work and it's a summer job, maybe the phone is a better fit right like so maybe 
making sure your phone number is clear. So if you're going to be working for um, a retail place, a small business, that business owner may want to reach out to you by phone to do a phone screen. So maybe make sure your phone number is prominent. It just kind of depends on what kind of work that you're looking for. But if it's really kind of that career path type job, I would suggest, you know, make sure your LinkedIn is up to date and your email and all that stuff. And these are all things that your college recruiter, your college um, a career center is going to have tried to coach you through. Um, but just just trying to keep that top of mind. Yeah, good stuff. Let's switch gears just a bit here. You mentioned LinkedIn, and I'd like to uh, get your input on um, what are some things that uh, maybe a recruiter might be looking for in a LinkedIn profile um, or other you know, social media, um, either to advance a candidate forward or maybe move a candidate back? Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is going to be more for that career type path. And so it may not be like a manufacturing role or something like that. It might be more of a kind of an office type role. Um, Simple things you can do. And we have resources on Corridor Careers for this. Just basically how to get your um, LinkedIn profile set up for success. And there's a lot of little tweaks that you can do. And it's changing all the time, you know, like what is best practice for LinkedIn. And so YouTube is a really good fit to say, hey, like if you just Googled in YouTube, (laughs) how to set up my LinkedIn profile as a recent college grad. I'm sure there's going to be like 10 videos that show you what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but simple things like making sure you're, um, you've claimed your URL so that your URL in LinkedIn isn't just a string of numbers, but actually has your name. Um, have some kind of story about your career path in your profile. And that's, that's kind of easy to see um, some examples of that. We have a, we'll link in the show notes to our um, blog post about this, but you can see some examples of what a storyline is. And it could just be like telling the story about what your career path is, and what you're trying to, to reach. Um, that can help recruiters understand what you're looking for and um, matching you to best fit. Yeah, and one thing I would I would add to that is uh, maybe a professional picture, right? Mm-hmm. So especially on LinkedIn, which is you know viewed as more of a professional social network where you might be communicating with you know potential employers or colleagues, um, having a professional picture um, rather than the you know maybe the one of you and your friends uh, out <laughs> on a Friday night or something might be a good idea, especially for LinkedIn. Yeah, and if you can't afford to have a professional picture taken, you can just create a simple backdrop for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, put your put your phone on a stand of some kind and set a timer and just take, take you know do candid camera for until you get a good shot um, and put that up there. But um, yeah, that's definitely something that should be part of it. Yeah, uh, I've actually uh, used a tool in the past. Um, it's called Remove.bg. So you could almost just um, take a selfie and it removes the background um, behind you, um, which might also be a, a, you know, kind of a a quick way to get a decent photo of yourself taken and and not even have a background, right? So just a white background. Yeah, that's a great tip. And I think even Instagram has a new filter like that too. So, Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of resources out there for you to get everything looking up to snuff. It's never been easier to, to, to manage our, our online um, profiles. Okay. So Dan, what would you recommend, um, for someone to do with their social profiles before they apply for a job? (laughs) (laughs) Turning the tables, asking me questions. Um, I think just 
cleaning it up and looking back, especially as you, um, you know, maybe you are a recent college grad and you don't, you might not remember what you posted, you know, senior year of high school Mm. or something. And maybe it's not even anything too bad or something that you don't view as bad, but somebody that potentially may be hiring you for a job might look at it and say, Hmm, that's kind of weird. Um, so I would just look back and, and make sure things are PC, mm-hmm. um, especially on LinkedIn, you know, obviously, you know, Instagram, Facebook, uh, there's, there's, um, different things you can do with your settings to make, you know, if you do have some, you know, anything in there that you may not want other people to see, um, you know, you can change your profile settings to make sure, you know, maybe only your friends, um, can, can see your profile, but I would definitely just go through everything, make, make sure, um, you look professional, um, Mm -hmm. and don't have anything, um, maybe too outlandish on there. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, those are good tips. I mean, you know, setting your privacy settings, of course, is important on any social profile. Um, but, knowing, knowing that you, you probably, I mean, at this rate, you probably lived most of your life online. (laughs) So that's not the case for me, thank God. Um, (laughs) But that, that is something to think about. So that's a good tip, Dan, of like, really kind of look at your history and, and, and maybe there's some things you just, you don't even need those posts anymore. Yeah. And I, I guess I would also add to that. I think it's okay to show a part of your life, right? I mean, if you, um, you know, like I, I play golf and I paddleboard and do things like if you go through my Instagram, you're probably going to see photos of that. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, stuff like um, stuff showing what you're interested in. I think that that's good for an employer to see, to kind of see like, okay, this is somebody that, you know, is interested in these things or maybe has attended these conferences or, you know, um, has, has these passions. So Mm -hmm. um, when I, when I, when we say PC, we don't, I think we're just meaning more of like, anything that might look a little, um, strange to a potential hiring, uh, mm-hmm. uh, employer. Okay. All right. So what did we talk about today? Oh, we're going to have some resources in the show notes about LinkedIn. So there's various steps that you can take to upgrade your profile on LinkedIn to make it really stand out to your recruiter. Um, and then the other thing is just making sure your communication, uh, that you're open to the communication methods you've provided in your resume and making sure that you're monitoring those. And you can probably do something like if this, then that to kind of highlight those things and notificate, notificate, no, no, notify yourself of when an important email comes in if you're not used to you know, continuously checking your personal email. Um, if that's not part of your daily practice, um, maybe you can set yourself up success with some, some tools, some digital tools. Yeah, good advice. Okay. Right, get it. Get it out there, guys. There's plenty of jobs. And if you are interested in um, getting some help on like, hey, I'm not sure, um, just shoot us an email. Contact us. Contact at CorridorCareers.com. We'd be happy to, to help you out in your job search. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks, Liz. That'll do for today. Cheers. Cheers. Careers and coffee. We'll see you next Have a good time. One. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.